The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. I am Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age zone coverage and bring me the news. My co-host is Adam Patrick. He is the editing or managing editor of the Viking Age. That's what happens when I don't read the script and try to make eye contact. Uh, we do this every Monday and Thursday night right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But if you miss us, we're available in audio form on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But however you watch or listen, like, comment, share, subscribe, so you never miss a new episode. Adam, I know you are a fan of trivia to start the show. I don't have <laughs> anything like that. Uh, I have been snowed into my apartment. Uh, we have gotten about 17 inches of snow in Brookings in the past 48 hours. Uh, people in Minnesota are actually pissed off because uh, they expected two feet of snow, and now everybody's going. Uh, Paul Charchian actually this morning uh, said something about being lied to and duped, which is hilarious because uh, he's a fantasy football analyst and I lost a lot of money on Dalvin cook this year. We'll talk about him in a little bit. So um, <laughs> before we get started, I guess I just wanted to ask, how's the weather in San Diego? Well, it's raining today. So, you know, it's depressing, but uh, we'll power through no snow. If there was snow here, I'd pick up and move to Hawaii because I'm sick of that shit. Um, but no, we're not going to start the show off with weather. We got to start to start it off with this. Is, did WWE make a mistake by not having Sami Zayn win the title over Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber? No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think so. I. You know what? I think it would have been a lot of fun if Sami won. Um. I. I have more. Yeah, it would have been a blast to see that pop and whatever. Um. I just think they've booked themselves into a corner so much with Sammy that uh, they can't really, you know, you can't really do the Roman loses it in Montreal, but he wins it back the next night in, you know, Ottawa or something like that. You know, they, they can't do that because Roman's been champion for over 900 days. So you can't really do that. I also think that this Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes storyline is going to heat up. I have, I have, I, and I, I'm a Cody Mark. So, I mean, I will, I will lay that out right now, but I have faith that Triple H is going to cook, so to speak. And eventually, by the time we get to WrestleMania, people will be interested. Maybe not as much as they were with the Sammy Roman storyline, but I think Cody and Roman's going to be a good main event. So I'm sticking with it. I trust the process. If it were Vince McMahon uh, running creative, as some has suggested, because now Brock Lesnar is fighting Omos in a match that I don't want to see at all outside of. <laughs> One giant F5, which would be pretty awesome. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not upset about it. I know there are a lot of people upset about it. I'm kind of like, oh, shucks, that that stinks. They didn't let Sammy win. But I mean, I'm not I'm not protesting Raw and SmackDown because Sammy didn't win. Yeah, I'm hoping for like a, maybe a, another payoff later on in the year because they they got something. But I, I would kind of compare it to a, a, 
a Viking situation back in 2017 when when Case Keenum kind of got all this uh, unexpected steam and led the Vikings to the NFC Championship. And everyone, a lot, a lot of people were like, they should resign Case Keenum. They should, you know, keep this, see what they can do, keep it going. And the Vikings were like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to try it. We, we don't think he's going to be the one to lead us uh, to the most success possible. And we're going to go with someone who we think can do that in Kirk Cousins, which hasn't really worked out that well, but I think it's gone better than if they would have probably stuck with Case Keenum because people always forget too that Pat Shermer left that year as well, and he was a big key uh, in Case Keenum's success that year. So I would I would look at that and be like, that's probably similar to how the WWE is thinking right now with Sami Zayn. It's like, yes, it's great. He's getting all this, you know, this this these pops and everything. The hometown was was awesome, but like we got to stick to our stick to our guns, stick to our our long term plan and. And maybe we can figure something out down the road, but right now he's not he's not part of that mix. At least I think he, think and he I is. think he could be a WWE champion someday. I don't think he'd be right. like a long term guy. He'd probably be a guy who holds it like a Mick Foley. You know what I mean? Like Mick Foley held it for yeah, I, I, like his his title reigns were not long, but they were very impactful when he did have the title. So I mean, yeah, and they've had guys recently. Somebody, they've yeah. had guys like recently like Kofi Kingston and and, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan stuff, stuff like that. So. I think you could do something like that, but yeah, I felt like it was right there, just like for the taking, and I feel like it could have been so much better than it was, but maybe it will be. Maybe they're just keeping it going. I will also point out that all of Cody's merchandise sold out at Royal Rumble and the last pay-per-view, okay. so they are, I, I mean, people, my, my oh, friend yeah. this way, he's like, Cody's cold as F right now, and I'm like, well, no, not really. Like people, yeah. I I think Cody's momentum was kind of slowed by the pack injury he had last summer. Mm-hmm. He didn't wrestle, and now <laughs> all of a sudden he's just being dropped in. And I think a lot of people are just kind of like, wait, wait, what? But <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about another controversial. You mentioned it a little bit because uh, you know, if Case Keenum is uh. Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes is Kirk Cousins, maybe a blonde, more corporate type of champion that you may look at. And uh, the Athletics' Alec Lewis created a stir online uh, because he dropped a 10-part plan for setting up the Vikings' uh, future. Uh, Present in Future was the name of the article. And we won't go through all the steps. You'll have to check it out over at The Athletic because there are some interesting ideas like trading Zadarius Smith. Uh, you know, it, it was basically with the goal of competing next year, but also competing in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the first steps that he took was extending Kirk Cousins. In fact, he called it a must this offseason for the Vikings. His quote, Cousins is under contract through 2023. Minnesota could restructure his deal to save money on the cap this year, but that would increase the amount of dead money they would owe in the future. So similar to last season, an extension feels like the best approach, especially considering the Vikings do not have another quarterback waiting in the wings. Let's start here. Should the Vikings extend Kirk Cousins this offseason? Uh, I think it depends what kind of extension you're talking about. Because if you're talking about a year, that's that's fine. Whatever. Just extend that. And then if if you if he wants an extension, you got to figure out a way to get that no trade clause out of there. Because that's, that's going to hold you back for a while. Um, but if it's like another year... Since they're going to be already dealing with dead cap next year, anyways, from his contract, they're kind of doing something similar with uh, Delvin Tomlinson right now and uh, and Patrick Peterson. If you're going to have him on the books already, might as well figure out a way to like 
get some use out of that. So I, f- I think if they give them another year, that's not a big deal. Now, if they start going three years, four years, five years, then I think you run into problems. That's not, he's, he's going to be what 35 he's going into he's been in the league for 11 years you know he's some some people think he's in the prime of his career uh he's not that that was probably 2019 2018 uh 2017 around that time but uh yeah um i think it just depends on what the 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 degree you know the type of extension i don't even care about the money really because they'll they'll figure that out um but like a year is fine and anything past that i think is is going to be start to become problematic for sure you know i'm probably going to date myself with this reference but you remember when facebook first came out like 20 or 2005 and uh the relationship status they had single like in a relationship married and one of them was it's complicated and uh you know you you'd go online and these people would be in a happy relationship right they'd be posting all this photos you know this is the vikings and kurt they'd be posting the kirko chains thing with him on the plane and him singing with kelly clarkson and whatever (laughs) and they like him they just don't want to do a long-term commitment that's exactly what this is like if they go like look at what the Packers did last year. And I know Aaron Rodgers is, I think, four years older than Kirk Cousins. He'll be 35 this season. Uh, this will be the age 35 year for Kirk. So the Packers last year, they knew Aaron Rodgers was probably their best chance to succeed, especially coming off of back to back NFC championship game appearances. They gave him a five year. What was it? One. 50, like something astronomical. I yeah. don't have the exact money off the top of my head, but now they're sitting there and they're being like, Oh shoot. Like Rogers might be cooked. He might be done. Broncos too. Blah, blah, Russell blah. Wilson. Yeah. R- Russell Wilson deal. I mean, the Browns might regret the uh, Deshaun Watson. Tra- they probably yeah. already do, but uh, <laughs> they, they're probably going to regret it for more reasons. If he can't figure it out. And if mm-hmm. Cleveland can't figure out a competent passing game, um, you know, you can't sit there and you can't sign Kirk into his age 40 season and just expect nothing to happen. This dude took more hits than any other quarterback, I think, in the last two decades. And like people just act like he's the T1000 or something. He's just going to keep getting up with like half his face blown off and yeah. keep giving fourth quarter comebacks. Like I, I, there were warning signs in Cousins' performance last year. And that doesn't mean that he can't show up next year and just ball out and the Vikings will be like, wow, we should sign him to another deal. But you look at this from Kirk Cousins' standpoint too. Like the Vikings are right to say, hey, we don't want to do a long-term commitment. If I'm Kirk Cousins and I'm his agent, who is probably one of the best agents in football, you're looking at a quarterback that just had eight fourth quarter comebacks, who has increased his presence in the locker room, whether it was strong or not coming into the season, and is basically very likable. Like there is little risk with Kirk Cousins. You know what you're getting every year. It's going to be 4,000 yards. It's going to be around 30 touchdowns. He's not going to get arrested. He's not going to, you know, throw an alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. I would love that. Oh, that would be like if he ever got arrested, <laughs> if Kirk Cousins ever it? got arrested, it would be like very curb your enthusiasm where he th- he's like doing, he's just wrong place, wrong time. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 that's, that's not what I meant. <laughs> like, seriously, like I, I, I just ordered a cheeseburger and now there's this alligator here. I don't know how this happened. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> if I'm Kirk Cousins and his agent, I'm going, Dude, I want to retire Viking. That's what I said last year. Yeah. I want to get compensated 
for my performance because I had eight fourth quarter comebacks. And if you're just going to draft a quarterback or look for my successor over the next two years, I remember what you said last July, Quasey, where you said, uh, I'm not Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, but I beg to differ on that one. So they're going to want a long-term deal. It's going to be really interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah. And I think, I think some people think that just because it's Kirk Cousins, it's, it's, that's the reason why the Vikings should look for, start looking for a new quarterback. No, he's 35 and he's coming to the end of his career. Like, and he's not, he's not at that high tier level where a Tom Brady or a Rodgers can just play at that age at a high level. Um, so any team in a similar position would be doing probably the same thing right now where they're, you know, at least taking the steps to, to get, a new quarterback um, in the mix. Cause that's just what you have to do. It's, it's the cycle of the NFL. Um, so I think a lot of people are like, Oh, it's Kirk cousins. You just want him out of there. It's like, no, I would think this, if it was like any other, you know, quarterback that plays at, at his level. Um, so like, you know, look at, look at the Titans last year. They drafted Malik Willis. Um, you know, I feel like a team like the Seahawks might draft a quarterback this year because, you know, Geno Smith, he had a good year, um, but he's not getting any, any younger either. Um, you look at the, the Niners, they're, they're going to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going to roll with probably Trey Lance or somebody. The, the Raiders are moving on from Derek Carr, like all these, all these teams in a similar situation with quarterbacks, similar age, they realize they need to kind of start over at quarterback. And that's what what the Vikings are doing. But you mentioned like, you know, some of the pros of keeping cousins around is that, you know, where you're going to get pretty much out of him. He's not. Yeah, he's not going to be a problem off the field. He's going to be fine in the locker room. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be consistent on the field. You know, I wouldn't expect him to have eight fourth quarter comebacks every year. Um, but, you know, he's capable of that, at least under Kevin O'Connell. Um, but then, you know, you get into those situations again, like in the playoffs where it's a tough team, a tough situation, and he doesn't come through. And that's that's also something you have to expect as well from Kirk Cousins because he hasn't proven otherwise. Um, I don't care if he came back during the regular season, or whatever. That doesn't matter. You're going to do it in the playoffs. Um, and he hasn't Fourth done that so eight. far. Yeah, and he and he hasn't done that so far. And that's people people keep talking to like, oh, he can lead the Vikings to Super Bowl. And I'm like, can we can we focus on getting to an NFC Championship first? Can we just focus on that first? Like, don't even talk about Super Bowl with him um, because he he. There's no reason. There's no reason for anyone to believe that that's you know. I fine. You can believe it's possible. But like, there's no no evidence or whatever that that it can actually happen. But yeah, I, I it's time for the Vikings to just at least take those steps to to move forward. And I think I responded to Alex's article or whatever. I kind of said like, this is the opi- opinion of the minority, and <clears throat> he he was like, you know, that's fair or whatever um, on Twitter. And I was just like, you know, I think it's, it's fine. You can think this way or whatever. I, I don't, I understand your, your train of thought, but like, I just think that a lot of people want the Vikings to at least take the steps, not even like sign anyone or draft anyone, just at least get the, the ball rolling in the direction to look for a new quarterback, whether it's setting up things for next year or whatever, they just, they need to begin that process. So it's the elephant graveyard of Vikings Twitter who just uh, <laughs> subtweets everybody and plays on Stathead all day and uh, that that sort of stuff that really wants this five year super. I mean, I mean, you you can't do it. Like if and here's the other thing. So I mean, we mentioned the Packers, right? You looked at the Packers coming into last year and you said they have a lot of pieces that can lead them to the NFC championship game. So, so this might be, or lead them to the super bowl rather, because you know, their bar was a little higher. So 
you looked at that. You said, okay, let's keep our quarterback here, our Hall of Fame quarterback, and hope he, you know, maybe he retires in two years, but that's fine. We'll just have his rights for the next five and we'll be okay. The Vikings aren't in a position to do that. There are too many holes on the roster. Rick Spielman whiffed in too many areas where he tried to build depth. And at this point, you need young talent that can make an impact. So that's going to be huge for guys like Lewis Seen, Andrew Booth, and Ryan Asamoa. And you need free agent money so you can go out and you can fill some of those holes. Like, I don't know, a grown-ass man at right guard. Or maybe even like a decent cut. Like, I'm doing uh, seven free agent corners the Vikings could sign uh, yep. in free agency. And I'm looking at half of them going like, ah, put that back. It's too expensive. <laughs> like if you give Kirk cousins and, and here's the other thing too, look at how much other quarterbacks are going to make in this free agent period. Geno Smith is probably going to get a $35 million contract according to pro football focus. Uh, they have Derek Carr estimated at 30 million. I think it's going to be much higher. Uh, than that i i think so i daniel jones is asking for 45 million dollars yeah and if you're <laughs> kurt cousins and like they come up that. to you like hey let's take a pay cut and he's gonna be like nah did you see what i did last year yeah. he's gonna ask for a lot of money and you can't sit there and go we'll give you a 45 million dollars but hey we have no money to fix our right guard problem ed ingram's a mess as as cleveland's a mess uh, you know, our secondary is bad. We have no talent on defense, but we'll just keep trading down in the draft for draft pick. That's not a good strategy. So, I mean, a one-year extension, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But if you go three or four, you don't have the infrastructure to make Kirk Cousins successful over that long haul, especially at a time where his physical skills are eventually going to drop. And I'm interested to see, too, because I think Quasey and uh, Kevin O'Connell, they only got like four-year contracts, so they probably want to make sure that like their team isn't terrible so they can get another contract. So I wonder if they're waiting to get an extension before they start you know, really getting serious about getting a new quarterback so they can get that security of you know being like, okay, if, if things don't go well for a year or two, we know that we're going to still be here. But right now, they only have like three years left in their contract, so they don't want to Maybe they don't want to take that risk right now where things go wrong. Then it's like we could be, you know, we could be doomed because we don't have a lot of time to really do this. But honestly, I would be surprised. I'd be surprised if Kevin O'Connell didn't get an extension this summer, like after 13 wins, like the Wolves, like yeah. they I feel like the Wolves and everybody likes to reward uh, their coaches for success. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. What March, March 15th is, is the, the first day you can officially sign people. The 13th, I think is when you can do the, the legal tampering. So free agency so, basically starts the 13th. Well, and then the combine too is coming up. Yeah. So, and there's going to be in Quasi and Kevin O'Connell is going to be speaking of that. You know, I, I don't expect him to say a whole lot. Usually they say, we find out more when they talk to the beat reporters kind of to the side and there's chatter and, and, uh, loose lips, you know, like, the alcohol loosens some people's lips uh, in in the combine. We find some more things out. So maybe some things will slip out because I'm sure Cousins' agent will be there. Um, they might meet with him. So it'll be, we should find out some more stuff probably within the next two weeks, I, I would say. Good old St. Elmo's. Also, don't forget, we're probably, Vikings have to sign uh, Justin Jefferson too. And I know that his extension yeah. would not kick in until after Kirk Cousins' extension. But if you right. sign him to this big deal, like a couple of years down the road, okay, you're paying your quarterback a lot of money and you're paying a receiver a lot of money. How do you fill these holes? Like, Hawkinson, I, too. Darisaw, yeah. too. 
And you're probably what an eight or nine win team. That's what Cousins has been throughout his career. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Um, elsewhere in Kirk Cousins news, uh, he's getting his own reality show. Now he's going to be with <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a Netflix documentary. Uh creatively called quarterback and we'll follow all three of these guys around as they were mic'd up for every game throughout the 2022 season it is created through patrick mahomes production company 2 p.m uh, i don't know how he came up with that name but whatever uh and peyton manning's omaha productions along with nfl films so how excited are you to see a kirk cousins documentary <laughs> um i'm interested for sure because i know not it's 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 not on the NFL's platform, so maybe there's a small small chance that we'll find out some you know interesting things behind the scenes. But I'm not also not expecting a lot. It's run by Peyton Manning's company, and they have a relationship with the NFL, so they don't want to mess that up. Um, I actually think a lot of people are going to probably come away from the show liking Kirk Cousins more than they might have uh, in the past, and I think people are going to probably dislike Patrick Mahomes more than they have in the past not even because of him maybe because of some people in his family um but i think this is going to be a good way for kirk cousins to kind of um let people in on you know what he, what he does off the field or whatever and or even even what he does on the field because i guess they're mic they were mic'd up for every game so you get to find out you know some of the things he might have said on the sideline during you know the bills game or the colts comeback and stuff like that and how he acted um so i'm i'm curious for sure i'll I'll be watching um i'm happy it's in the summer so that kind of gives us something to do during downtime um but um i'm curious i'm curious for sure and mariota is just like just just a random quarterback that they threw in there um i i wonder how how that happened but and mahomes would be interesting too because you know he's on the chiefs and they're really good you know how how's he do with his first year without tyree kill and do we get to find out what he was thinking when he hurt his ankle in the playoff game and things like that. So it, uh, it'll be, I think it'll be interesting for sure. I think it'll be, I think it'll be well done too. It seems like everything that the, the Manning production company does, they, they do pretty well. So I think it'll be an interesting watch for sure. I think you're right about the fact that people will probably like Kirk more after this documentary drops, because the one documentary we have was like his free agent, uh, yeah you know, thing. And he's like, well, the jets, uh, we got them. So we, we got a couple extra million dollars out of the Vikings. <laughs> like, you know, and I think that might contribute to some people's perception that Kirk is yeah. more about the money than he yeah. is about winning titles and whatever. And like, yeah. honestly, I, 
every time you see like, I hate putting it that this way, but like Kirk Cousins in the wild, like away from the football field or whatever, he seems like a nice dude. Like he's he's yeah. on the highway waving to Viking yeah. bus after beating the Packers. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, out in front of a donut shop, just like donuts, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he seems like a, a very nice, mild-mannered person, but it, it would be interesting to kind of lift the hood and see what he's like as a person. And maybe this was kind of like one of his plans, like, hey, let, let's let people in a little bit more. Yeah. And, and it's probably one of those things, too, that probably would not have happened. I'm saying probably a lot, but it, it probably wouldn't have happened uh, under Mike Zimmer. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Is that a wire? That's a wire. They're they're recording our play that calls. Was, yeah, like like uh if if the Vikings didn't make the playoffs this year, I would uh I wouldn't have been surprised if they were on like hard knocks next year. I think I think Kevin O'Connell's pretty in touch. I think he realizes that it, it can help you um by letting the public know like how what what kind of person you actually are, aside from, you know, throwing interceptions on the field or whatever. And I think I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin O'Connell was like, you should do this, Kirk. Like just, you know, cause it feels like he was kind of came out of his shell this year. Um, whether that was the locker room or, or Kevin O'Connell or whatever, but it felt like he was able to do that more. Um, definitely had a lot to do with Zimmer not being there. Um, but, and we'll get to see behind the scenes of, you know, Kirk O'Chain, see how that, how, yeah. how that all came about, how it evolved. That'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm kind of, I'm interested because it feels like with all these reality shows and reality shows, there's always like certain roles or perspectives that they, uh, use for each kind of character. Like, you know, and, and like, I don't know, like teen mom or whatever they have, like, this is the, the crazy mom. This is the, you know, kind of, you know, she's the good mom, but she's got other stuff going on. Like who's, who's going to be the crazy quarterback and, or like, who's going to be the, the quarterback that, you know, just. Is frustrated all the time. Like, what, what, what are the, what are the roles that they're this, this? Because they got to make it entertaining. They got to. That's what they do. Um. So I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. I'm, I'm like, I never thought I'd be excited to watch a Kirk Cousins reality show, but here we are. Um. If we book this like a Real Housewives show, like you were talking about, <laughs> like, what's the one situation you'd want to see Kirk Cousins in? Um. Probably like someone stealing his notebook. <laughs> Who took my notebook? Because. He's known for like taking extensive notes wherever he go- at the Pro Bowl wherever he goes. Um, him, uh, it, it would be funny to see him like debating his wife on like the outfit she picks. Like, <laughs> you should wear this; it would make it. Ah, uh, no, no. Oh yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to become fans of his wife too because I think um, she's going to get a chance to like show her stuff or whatever too. And she's never been one to kind of like she's not a certain wide receiver's wife to like put herself out there in the spotlight um and say things and i think she likes it that way but this will be a chance for people to get to to know her too and i think she'll come away probably pretty good from this too so it's gonna be gonna be interesting for sure um i'm looking forward to it our last topic of the day today uh has to go back to the negotiating table and as we get out of the Kirk Cousins department and we go right into the uh, Dalvin Cook department because the Vikings posted a highlight package of Dalvin Cook earlier in the week. Uh, they did the same thing with Adam Thielen this offseason. So could be preparing their fans for a good buy. They did it with That's Justin Jefferson, of, too. Yeah. OK, so they did. They're doing <laughs> they it with, did everybody. with everybody. 
They did it with. They, uh, they Duke. might be getting ready for Jefferson trade. Oh my god! <laughs> they did. They did it with Duke Shelley too. So they did. They did it for everybody. It, it's like the like when the Wild get rid of a player, like they'll do. Like when they come back, they'll have like this uh, video package. Like thank you, Victor Rask, and it just shows him like screwing up on the ice and everything. Like uh, thank <laughs> you, see- Shannon. So, you know, with uh, what's his name, Alan Barr or uh, the PA announcer. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you, Shannon Sullivan. Super. Your 145 passer rating. Did I see Raylan McDaniel's nephew or whatever playing for the Wild? Is that did I see that right? I, I don't know so. anything like that. Yeah, I think I think I, I saw think that I would today. have heard about it. But yeah, apparently. All right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. anyway, Dalvin Cook's agent Zach Hiller <laughs> uh, saw the video and he posted his Instagram story and uh, then he posted a caption with it and it says, "Now just picture they knew how to call running plays too." Uh, the Vikings were 27th in running plays last season, 404 attempts. KSTP's Darren Wolfson hinted that during exit interviews, the Vikings had planned to run the ball more this past season. So let's start here. Did Zach Hiller have a point with his uh, passive aggressive comment? Um, I mean, he's his agent. He's always going to defend his client and want him to do better. Um, but I think the Viking strategy as far as as running and passing goes was was fine. Running the ball is not how you win in today's NFL anymore. You you need to have, you know, a, probably a solid rushing attack, which I think the Vikings did at times. But for the most part, you got to these days you have to pass to open the run game. It's no longer really run to open the pass game. Um, so I think um, and going from, you know, a scheme with Mike Zimmer where Delvin Cook is the the focal point of the offense and he's getting the majority of the touches to going to Kevin O'Connell's offense where guys like TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson are probably getting more opportunities than Dalvin. That's going to be frustrating. And you know, whether this is Dalvin voicing things to his agent and his agent kind of letting that out, letting that known in the public. I don't think it is. I think it's um, just his agent. Um, Cause remember when he was going to hold out in training camp, if he didn't get an extension, even though Dalvin cook would have been fined every day. Um, if he held out, that didn't go too well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's probably just frustrated that his his numbers weren't as good, and he's hearing rumblings of being traded or or deal being negotiated. Because if I don't know how like agents are impacted by renegotiated contracts, I don't know if they get a if they get a certain stipend or whatever percentage at the beginning of the contract, or they or they get paid every year like percentage-wise per whatever their clients get paid. I don't know exactly how that works. Um, but, uh, you know, he's always, he's an agent. He's looking what out, you know, for the best for his client. Um, and he wants him to get the ball more. I think that's that's probably pretty much all it is. <laughs> I think that if he's looking at the Vikings, and I, I think he's got a little bit of a point because the Vikings didn't run the ball, but I think this is more on Dalvin Cook than it is Kevin O'Connell. Because the Vikings spent most of the season behind on the scoreboard. That's the drawback to having eighth quarter, fourth quarter comebacks yeah. is that when when it's winning time and you want to kill the clock, well, you can't kill the clock because you're down by a score or two, right? So you have to ask yourself, why were they behind? And you can blame the defense. The Vikings did. They fired Ed Donatel. They put in Brian Flores, whatever. The offense stalled out at time. Yeah. And part of that was because Kirk Cousins wasn't really comfortable with the offense at the beginning of the year. But the other part was they'd never had a consistent running game. See, I disagree with you in a little bit because it's just the Vikings didn't have those consistent four or five yard runs from Dalvin Cook that we've seen in the past year. When you look at football outsiders, they had uh, Cook with a 48% success rate on runs. 
Um, I don't know the exact definition of that, but it's basically enough to like move the chain. So it's like, yeah. you know, if it's third and three, you pick up three yards or whatever. So 48, he was 33rd out of 42 qualifiers, according to football outsiders. He was 36 in DVOA, which means he had a very easy schedule against the run last year. The best way to help your defense is by law of possession, right? Hold on to the ball, sustain drives. If Dalvin Cook's like two, 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 seventy, you know, one, negative four, whatever, you're not holding on to the ball. You're going to be more susceptible to three and outs. And nobody mentions this. I mean, we bashed Cousins, we bashed Thielen on this show, we bashed the offensive line. Kevin O'Collins, Kevin O'Connell wants to throw the ball at Kirk Cousins on third and short sometimes. <laughs> Cook wasn't good. And then you also have like the outside factors with Dalvin Cook right now because they have been growing over the past couple of years. He breaks his shoulder in 2019. He's he's playing without a shoulder harness and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like you forgot to defrost the chicken or something (laughs) like it's and then he talks. I'll do anything to win. Doesn't get vaccinated. And I know I, I'm not going to turn this into a debate, but <laughs> that season where you were going to miss time, like, eh, hello. And then, yeah. you know, there, there's that off the field thing that happened last year with the ex-girlfriend yep, or whatever. He up. says the girlfriend beat him up. Girlfriend says girlfriend cook beat him up. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on there. Like yeah. he has a point in asking for his ten and a half million dollar base salary because the free agents in the this year's class, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, I think there's one Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs are all yep. going to get ten and a half million. So yep. I so I get it. The problem is he's not on their level. He thinks yep. he is, and his agent has to act like he is because, like you mentioned, if he's not doing that, it's it's a bad job. Cecil Lammy, the Audible, once said, "You know, teams will do anything they can not to pay you." Right. And I, I mean. You know, Cook, he's probably going to the negotiating table being like, I have four straight thousand yards receipt, a thousand yard rushing seasons. The only running backs to do that in the Vikings history are Robert Smith and Adrian Peterson. So he's got just Adrian Peterson. Art. What's that? Not Robert Smith, just Adrian Peterson. Robert four in Smith a row? Did. Four in a row? He did? He did? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. oh, a thousand. I was looking, I was thinking of 1100 because he, he had to. Thousand yards. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, so, so okay, yeah. 1100, it's him and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. So that, oh, yeah. That's an even better argument. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just running backs are replaceable. Uh, a lot yeah. of people act like they don't have a soul and uh, you should just use them up with 500 carries for four straight years and then, uh, you know, throw them in the recycling bin or something. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, if they got rid of Alvin Cook, I know he's a fan favorite at all. He's one of those players I wouldn't really sh- shed a tear about getting rid of no i think i think he's probably one of the ones they try and trade i think he's someone you can get right now you can still get a, a good return package for in terms of players you can trade on the vikings roster this year he's probably one of the ones that you can get the most for um because he still has a good amount left in the tank um but yeah and we, we forget too that he was used to having cj ham on the field like during the zimmer yeah. era and cj ham didn't he got like half the snaps on offense that he did uh previously so that that we gotta think about that too because he he probably created a lot of holes for dalvin cook um and that wasn't there dalvin had to kind of just make his own his own holes uh sometimes and and that didn't work out and maybe that's maybe that's something he has to get adjusted to maybe another year in the system will help him out um but i yeah (laughs) it's i yes i think it's it's a bunch of things that that went wrong like play calling sure fine it was kevin o'connell's first year play calling he's not gonna get everything right he definitely got plenty plenty of things wrong but he got stuff right too um and then dalvin cook you know like he's not he's not the guy he used to be like it's it's, it's 
totally fair to say that. Um, but then, you know, like in the Bills game or whatever, he bur- bursts off that bust off that 84 yard run or whatever to help them come back. And that's 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 why you keep a guy around like that, because he can do that. Um, but then there's games where he rushed for like 30 yards. And so you're it's kind of, you know, like late career. What was it? 2015 Adrian Peterson, where like, yeah, he had some, he had some monster games. And I think he led the league in rushing. But there were games where he had 40 yards rushing. And you're like, this is what we have to deal with if we want the, those other games. And that's 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 what the Vikings have to think about. So he's he's someone else that, uh, you know, yeah, uh, he was a captain last year. I don't know how much that affects. Did you have you watched the the voyage or whatever episode that they put out the little mini documentary that they it's 45 minutes long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I watched it last night. Uh, it's a it's a it's a fluff, fluff piece. Uh, um, From VN? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's 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 very well put together. I will give them that. They do they do very good work in terms of like making how, how things look. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's no it, no offense to anybody at VEN. Like if they they no, like, on this, I mean I, they do a great job over there with their pieces. I I I totally am. I'm just joking because it's like yeah, but we're never we're never gonna find out. It's team media, so we're not. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna hear about Adam Thielen complaining on the sideline. We're not gonna hear about Dalvin Cook getting frustrated because he's not getting the ball. We're we're never gonna see those clips from a a Vikings Entertainment Network video. Never. Mic up, uh, mic up, Caitlin Thielen during uh, Adam's contract (laughs) negotiations. Yeah, that would go well. We Um, should probably. You got anything else to add? No. Yeah, we should probably get out of here before we get in trouble. Well, that's all the time we have for today uh, before (laughs) we're forced off the air. Uh, This has been the Viking Age podcast. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. If you miss us, you can catch us in audio form on Apple and Spotify. But no matter how you check us out, like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. I am Chris Shad. He is Adam Patrick, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.